It's funny how many celebrities in this day and age are finding themselves in sticky situations where they're having to address their public. And most of the time it's making the situation worse. I mean, you just have to look at the big names in the news in the past literally week, maybe two weeks, uh, to see these cardboard, cookie-cutter, lifeless apologies that are actually doing more harm than good. My name is Jack, and this is Spotlighting Change, the podcast where I look at contemporary events, things going on in the world, and analyse it from a public relations point of view, all with the goal to help you build a really strong, bulletproof reputation as a brand or as a person. So, if this sounds interesting to you, then you need to stay because I have some information to give you. So how can a public apology go so wrong, especially when your intentions are to save your brand, to save your person or whatever? And that's exactly what happened with Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis with the Danny Masterson case. So they were, I believe, all co-stars on that 70s show. And Danny Masterson, who was convicted of rape, um, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis basically wrote letters to support his character to a judge. Obviously, that got out, and I think genuinely, let's just look at it objectively. People have questions, like, what are you doing? If my own sister or my own family member was convicted of this kind of sentence, I'm not going to be writing character letters to support them, because at the end of the day, you just have to let the... It's in the hands of the law. You're not a lawyer. Why are you trying to use... Like, um, this is the question, the next natural question. Are you trying to use your position to influence the outcome that the law has? Because it should be out of all of our hands. Are you, as a celebrity, thinking that you are able to influence that? Because you're more high profile? These are the genuine questions that a person might have. So, really, what was what was the intention there obviously their actions have come under intense scrutiny here's basically a little snippet of what they said in their apology and this has been re-referenced from apnews.com so Kutcher said the letters that asked for leniency were intended for the judge to read and not to undermine the testimony of the victims or re-traumatize them in any way we would never want to do that and we're sorry if that has taken place can I just read that line to you again we're sorry if that has taken place. So you're not sorry that you did this in the first place, that you tried to use your position of power in the first place. And you said you've not tried to, you you did, let me see that. And not to undermine the testimony of the victims or re-traumatize them in any way. But that's exactly probably what's happened. Like you're under, you are undermining them, in my opinion. And we would never want to do that. And we're sorry if that has taken place. So you're sorry if that situation has offended that person. That's like the old apology. We're sorry to the people we have offended. That's not an apology. (laughs) And a real apology is taking a deep understanding of the impacts of what you've done or what you've said. And truly the impact that that's had. If you're sorry to the people you've offended, that's you just trying to people please. What does that even mean you're sorry to the people you offended? 
that tells me that you haven't, you don't even know what you're sorry for. Because the people, you're sorry to the people that were impacted. You're sorry to the people that were offended by it. That's, that's, that, it's just going to take you to a really bad place. You should be sorry to everybody because you're a public figure. When you put yourself out in the firing line, prepare to be aimed at. So, they should be answering to everyone because this is their reputation that they're trying to salvage. And it's not the people who they offended that are the ones that are looking for the answer. Those are the victims. They don't, they're not here to validate your approve you. They're just here existing whilst you're throwing, um, you get the idea, whilst you are doing the, the activities that you're doing. They're just existing. Whether they feel any type of way, good or bad, about your apology makes absolutely no difference. The people that you should be worrying about is your public, who are ultimately going to decide your future, really. Because that's the business that you're in. And whether you are an actual business, a brand, or a person, when you go to make an actual apology, if it's not a real apology with tangible steps in it, and you've not really looked inwards at the impacts that what you've done or said has had on these people, then it's not worth it. Don't be sorry. Because it's not going to help your brand. And I know that sounds selfish in a way, but it's not. Because the right thing to do might not always be the best for their brand. And that's what I recommend doing. Because I, I practice ethical public relations and that I have to have integrity with that. If you just do what pleases the client, where's the integrity? That, I mean, sometimes it might be there, but because you're busy trying to please someone, it's never going to be there. So I believe in doing what's right because that's... That in the long term is the right thing to do. To do what's right is right. That's You know what I mean. And that takes me to Drew Barrymore who tried to reset up the production of her talk show during one of the biggest strikes. I think of the biggest Writers Guild strike. Is that right? Writers Guild? Yeah, the Writer Guild of America. That's the name I was trying to get. And of course that faced backlash. Um, just trying to get through the picket line to film. So... I'm, this is a quotation, and it's been paraphrased from Vox.com. I'm making the decision to pause the show's premiere until the strike is over. I have no words to express my deepest apologies to anyone I have hurt. Again, to anyone I have hurt. To just to the people that you think you've offended. Tells me that you don't even know who you've offended. Oh, my goodness. Uh, this is me just reading this and you need to see it on paper sometimes to see it and of course to the incredible team wait to uh, I've heard and of course the incredible team who works on the show and has made it what it is today now I hope they're being paid because weren't those the same people that you had working during the pandemic when your show became to prominence yikes um yeah again to the people I have hurt not to I'm not sorry you, I want to hear the exhaustive list of people. Just because it's going to be a lot of work for you to be sorry to to literally the people you have offended, which is pretty much your entire public, to the industries that you have an impact on because you're a celebrity and that's just that you have an impact on, on huge things that you don't realise. 
you don't operate as a single person when you're a celebrity. This is why people are angry. The public is angry because of the massive impact it can have. It's not like Joe Bloggs just going in trying to get... Do you know what I mean? And here's another part of the video that was deleted. I know there is just... Because she posted an apology video, I think, on Instagram. She says, I know there is just nothing I can do that will make this okay to those that is not okay with. What does that mean? I need to read that again. I know that there is nothing I can do that will make this okay to those that it is not okay with. Oh my god. You're an idiot! I'm sorry. Um, what? I fully accept that. I fully understand that. I think you fully don't understand what you're talking about. You're talking S-A-I-T-E. Let me... I need to read that a third time. I can do... Right. To make this okay to those that it is not okay with. Who, who's that? Because I'm not okay with it. Everybody's not okay with it. You, you need to write down. You need to find out who it is that is not okay with. That's that's dumb in my opinion. What the hell? A lot of these celebrity videos are they're really cringe and they're all coming out. I don't know why it is. We're obviously waking up and seeing that during this cost of living crisis, during this environmental crisis, life for the our people. The people who are just working to make a living and if you don't work you don't have money unlike rich famous celebrities who we used to idolize we're like more there's a solidarity between the working classes the middle classes now because we we really it's really us against huge corporations celebrities who have expendable income who can do what they want and they feel like they just have nothing to answer for and the reason I think a lot of these celebrities are toppling down is there's a ripple effect. One celebrity is being taken down, so I don't know whether there's a science behind it, but someone might feel brave enough to come forward about another person because they were inspired by what happened to the previous. Maybe that's how it's happening. Maybe there's an agenda. I don't sit here and cons- conspiracize, is that a word? I don't think about conspiracy theories like that. I don't know why it's all coming out within the space of a month. And, in, and I mean, in this year especially, like, how many celebrities, I think we're just seeing, like, there's no value in them anymore. No one wants to sit and watch the Kardashians cosplay being poor, like, going going to the supermarket to pick things up. Like, uh, people are done with it. They're like, this isn't funny. This is real life. Like, we can't even afford to go to that normal supermarket that you think is normal. You have absolutely no idea about the crisis that we're going through, The whether it's a strike whether it's cost of living, whether it's flash floods, fires, earthquakes, it's all going on, like, it's, I think that the new form of celebrity will be people with, who, like, maybe intellectuals, people who can bring some value, people who are not just famous for being on TV and being in the movies, or, do you know what, like, being broadcast on things, it will be people who actually have value to bring in because like you see it already in in micro spaces like tiktok you see people who were hyper niche creators in their field now becoming really really big and their voices being heard far and wide and i think that's going to be the new form of celebrity because they can hold themselves accountable 
and they're not just being rapid fire accelerated into stardom by big production agencies, machines, whatever it is. So I think all celebrities really need to watch. They really need to educate themselves. And I know that's a tangible thing. Anyway, the point that you can take away from this is when you are apologising for something that your brand might have done or you have done as a person in public, it's not you're not apologising to the people you've offended. What does that even mean? You're apologising for your actions. To the people you've offended is people-pleasing. I want to know why you're apologising. The people who it will be addressed to know who they are. You need to do the inward work and find out exactly what you've done. Because it, it just looks like a, a an exercise in trying to appease the people. It looks like, okay, this is what we need to do next. Let's get the apology. You can save your brand. You can build a very strong brand on the back of an apology on the back of a deep acknowledgement of something that has went wrong. You can use it as an opportunity to reinforce your brand values, to 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 go in a new direction, to talk about how to better your industry and society as a whole. And that's why I'm in the PR business, because this is the kind of thing I love to do. I look at these dumbass celebrities and I think to myself, Jesus, like if you'd given me a one hour consultation, which is something that I provide, I could have given you the information that you need to provide a strong apology. Like I am so confident in my work that I could do that. So honestly, get on, get in touch with me for your next, if you're going through something like this, crisis management is something that I really enjoy. And to be fair, like a lot of crisis management and crisis communications should be done before the actual crisis. But of course, that's the benefit of hindsight. But I'm telling you, if you don't have a crisis communication plan in place now, the time to do it is not during the crisis. And unfortunately, that's what happens to a lot of people. And it's very hard to mitigate a crisis. The time that you should be dealing with that is right now, because the longer you wait after the crisis happened, it's a ticking time bomb. Literally minutes after you wait, it gets worse, more more likely to be unmanageable, more damage. Like it's like a fire that's spreading, rumors spreading, speculation, more and more people hearing and no response from you. So take from that that you need to issue a prompt and timely response that is well thought out and provides value and information that you have really assessed what's going on and you're taking the proper tangible steps going forward to better your actions and the industry as a whole and taking accountability and being transparent you'll hear that a lot when you listen to my podcasts so that's all I really wanted to jump on and say for now and look forward to some more uh, providing value and helping you by looking at contemporary things going on in the news and how it can relate to your brand. So my name's Jack and this was me spotlighting change from what was going on with all these celebrity apologies. So I'll see you in the next one.